Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. In book one of his work on duties where Cicero is presenting us with Stoic moral theory, he's going to talk about four main sources of the right, of the honestum, that which is good intrinsically, that which reveals to us the nature of our duties. The first of these is wisdom, but the second of these is justice. Justice understood in a rather broad sense. So justice understood as a particular virtue disposition and including a bit more than what we're going to usually talk about as strict justice. So what is involved in this source of our moral duties? Cicero talks about a number of things. First, he tells us that this is a virtue that, as he says, maintains society and what we're translating often as common bonds, right? These things that hold us together. Literally, it's a communitas of vitae, commonality of life together. So society, our common life together, what does it take to actually have something like a viable community? Not just a bunch of individuals, each of them out for themselves, but people who are living together. So Cicero is going to tell us that there's really two main sides to this. There's justice itself in terms of which we call a person a good person. And in this, we could think of it as justice in its strictest sense, but then very closely allied to it and involved in this virtuous disposition is what he calls by a number of different names. And we're going to look at several of these a little bit later. He talks talks about beneficientia, which we can translate as beneficence. Sometimes it's translated as charity, sometimes a little bit wrongly as benevolence. Benevolence really has to do with the will rather than the doing or the making, the factory in this case. And he says that another way of talking about this is benignitatem or liberalitatem, that is kindness or generosity. And these are good ways to understand that as well. So both of these actually further this need for maintaining society and a common life together. It's not enough just to observe the rules, you might say, and to refrain from violating anybody's rights or any sort of strict justice. We also need this other aspect, but we're going to talk about that in another place. So what falls under this notion of, we might say, justice in the strict sense or in the proper sense? Cicero talks about five main big headings in the the section where he is describing this to us in book one. And he devotes a lot of space to it. He tells us that there's really two primary, you might say, not locations, but sort of subdivisions of the duties involved with justice. These are sort of general conceptions. One is to keep people from harming, from, from wronging, from injuring each other. That's one of the things that justice ought to do. But he tells us as well that justice ought to lead people to use the common property for common interests. And this is what we can often talk about in another way as common good. There are things that we look at as belonging to all of us. 
You know, examples of this would include, say, city property, right? Or the air that we're breathing. And we'll come back to that in a moment. We're going to look at each of these in turn. He also talks about the need to maintain truth and fidelity in agreements, that this is another part of justice. And then he also distinguishes between harming others and allowing others to be harmed. So if we're really just, we also prevent other people from being harmed. It's not enough just that we keep ourselves from harming them. We also don't let other people harm them. And the final thing that he talks about and, and devotes a lot of space to this in terms of war is there have to be certain limits to whatever retribution or punishment we impose and even to combat, to war itself with people who declare themselves our enemies, either by word or by action. So let, let's talk about each of these in turn a little bit. He says the first office of justice is to keep one person from doing harm to another. And there's a very important proviso here, unless provoked by wrong, right? So, you know, there could be cases where if the other person is wronging us, we actually do have to harm the other person. Self-defense would be, be a great example. Cases where we have to redress some sort of thing that has been imposed on us and we, we don't have the time to wait for the authorities to, to come along. And then he talks about common property. He says that, that really there is no such thing as private ownership established by nature, but property becomes private either through long occupancy or by due process of law, bargain, purchase, or allotment. And so Cicero looks at private property as being something kind of special. It's not something that we just automatically assume everything is from the very beginning. Rather, things are, and this is a fairly typical way of looking at property in the ancient world, things are originally sort of common to all the human beings in the world, and they all have a share in it, and then it gets set aside, set apart for specific reasons. And this places limits on private property, right? So he says, we're not born for ourselves alone. Our country claims a share of our being and our friends a share. And since as the Stoics hold everything the earth produces is created for, for human beings use and human beings are born for the sake of other human beings that they might be able to help each other. This is all part of what it means to be genuinely just according to Cicero and according to the Stoics. So this is an important conception. Maintaining truth and fidelity. He says, the foundation of justice is good faith, fides, right? Uh, the word that we, we get faith. And it can also be translated as loyalty in a certain a set of contexts as well. So he says, this means truth and fidelity. And he uses the word truth here, veritas, and fidelity, constantia. We sometimes say constancy, following through on things. Doing that in relation to agreements. Conventorumque, he says here. And convention and agreements and promises. So that's an important part of justice. Preventing harm to others. This is something we'll have to talk about much more at length. He says that it's not enough just to observe these rules. If you see somebody being harmed and you can actually prevent that harm, you actually do have a duty to prevent that harm. And if you don't, you're actually unjust. You're not just simply by saying, well, you know, no harm, no foul on my part. I, I didn't do anything 
anything to help them, but I didn't do anything to hurt them either. No, you actually have to stand in the way of others being harmed. And then finally, the, the last part we, we talked about already, Cicero says that it's not anything goes. If, if you're engaged in, say, self-defense, that doesn't mean that you can do anything you like to the person who is trying to break into your, your property or to threaten your life. There are certain limits that you should not pass, even with enemies in wartime. And Cicero gets very explicit about this in some interesting discussions. What we see here is, you might say, the beginnings of what later comes to be called just war theory. All of this is wrapped up in justice as Cicero conceives of it as the second source of our duties, our second source of how we align ourselves to what is genuinely right. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.